It occurred to Callie and I the other day that unless the United States government has an official dog trainer, neither one of us could be president because our dogs couldn't live in the White House. These are like the weird dinner time tangents that we go down. But I was like, could you imagine like, okay, one of us gets elected president, right? Probably me. Correct. Just kidding. You're right. Um, (laughs) And then we take Lily and Sadie to the White House because that's their house now, right? Yes. What happens when anyone, because you're never alone when you're the president. You know what I mean? People are in and out of the residence all the time. Are our dogs just going to jump all over everybody all the time and like, like paw people that are wearing suits and like bark all the time? Like Like if if there's some press conference happening, will you always hear Lily in the next room barking? Because if she's not in the room where the excitement's taking place, she loses her mind. Right. Like, is there true? Like, unless... So if I was, if one of us was elected president. You can say you, it's fine that you're the president. <laughs> when Callie is elected president, when, if Justin Trudeau, is that his name up in Canada? Canada, yeah. Yeah. If he comes down for a meeting, like, are we going to say, Lily, get off, get off the prime minister, <laughs> Lily, get off. Or if the queen comes. She, oh my gosh. The queen of England has these little corgis. That I'm sure are like perfectly oh, well behaved. sure. Yeah. If not, she hasn't put down immediately. She would like not want to be friends with us because she'd be like, oh my gosh. Isn't it, a, their dogs. isn't it a rule that you're not allowed to touch the queen? Like, wasn't there a big thing when President Obama and Michelle Obama visited the queen and- I think like Somebody Michelle Obama, her like her back or touched her elbow to just as a, you know, whatever, or touched her back or something. And everybody was like, you don't touch the queen, but our dogs all Would over the, the queen. queen, all over the queen. Not only that. Smell investigation. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Be like, I smell corgis. I smell corgis. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would jump on her and like pull her tweed suit, tweed yeah. dress or whatever. And then, yeah, it would be like a nightmare. Like we would have to have so, like some first dog training so they wouldn't be such terrorists. Yeah. And you yeah. see, you see like all throughout history, if you like Google presidents and their dogs, sure, like they all are like just strolling the White House lawn sure. without a leash and like whatever. No, our dogs would be complete maniacs. Lily's looking at you saying, why are you judging me? Our, and the other thing about our dogs is they never enter a room in a dignified fashion. They always enter a room at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So the the scene that you see of the president jumping off Marine One and just strolling is their dog, you know. The, Frolics like, next to them. Yeah. Wrong. Like Marine One door opens. Those two dogs jump out. Boom. Right into the house. hundred miles an hour into the kitchen. Or, you know, they have, a, they probably have like a, like a commissary there, like a big chef's kitchen. Yeah. Right. They know right where that is. And they know which chef is the sucker. And that makes like, bacon. And yes. Like, yeah. And so that's anyways. How, that's how it would go if we were president. Yep. That's why we will never be president. Either one of us. We've decided for that reason. <laughs> The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. 
Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the little park that's right down the road from our house where we've been for a walk for the past couple of days. I write down what I'm grateful for before the show to like, you know, just so I don't stumble on my words and stuff like that. And I wrote, Callie is grateful for the park options by our house. Brilliant. We had the same one. We went on a lovely stroll yesterday too, actually. Can um, we, t- can we, t- is it not upsidey to talk about the man with no friends? No, it's not upside. It's just, here's the thing. Oh, I only want to talk about the Frisbee part about him. Yeah. Okay. There is a man impeccably dressed. Very well dressed. Very well dressed. Um, he, yeah. d- probably. He kind of looks like Pipple, actually, now that I think about it. Sunglasses on, super nice suit, shoes with no socks, like loafers with no socks. He looked like, like Pipple. Dark khakis, though, and a cool blazer. He looked like a Vineyard Vines version of Pitbull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was in the park and he had a drink in his hand, a can of something. I don't know if it was a beer or soda or whatever. But he had a Frisbee and he would throw the Frisbee halfway down the park and then just slowly walk down, pick up the Frisbee and throw it back. And then to no one. To no one. And slowly. And it was bizarre enough behavior that if you were there by yourself, you would have made a a big loop around it. You would have been like, nah, I'm going to stay away from that guy. But it was interesting enough behavior that you kind of felt you're like, oh, that man has no friends. Or I don't know. Yeah. I got a weird, you know, when you're somewhere and something just feels off. Yeah. A man playing Frisbee by himself is off. Well, I don't know. Do men get the same intuition as women do Uh, about like weird stuff? Like, like your danger flag is going up and you're like, this is, this doesn't feel right. I shouldn't be here. I mean, I don't think my danger flag went up, but I would not have like engaged him in conversation. Like he obviously was content being alone. Yeah. He may have just, I mean, danger flag. My danger flag was going up. I'm like, based on the way he was dressed, he could have been like a banker or an accountant or something. Maybe had a bad day. That's true. Maybe like lost his job, lost a valuable client, uh, wrecked his car, had three flat tires. I don't know. And he just started day drinking and then wandered out of his condo into the park with a Frisbee and had no friends. Yeah. So anyways, but we have great park selections by our house and it's really cool because we're in walking distance to a bunch of them. And that was awesome. Do you have in your memory at all, like all of your jobs combined, do you have a day that would be the single worst day you've had at work? Yes. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. All right. What happened on your worst day? So I was in college, but I was a paid, it was more or less like a paid internship. I was an employee. Um, oh, and by the way, just the reason I'm asking is because an upsider sent me a photograph from a, a, an Amazon driver in Michigan mm-hmm. who had the worst day at work ever. And that's why I'm asking. I'll tell you afterwards because I don't think either of us will be able to beat this poor guy. Got it. Um, so I was representing the company in L.A., and, um, with a bunch of people my age, we were all like 21, 22 years old. And at the end of the, our work week, 
we were all drinking. And this is like, I was in college. Facebook was like newly a thing or whatever. And we just took a group photo. We all had drinks in our hand, but the company logo was in the background. And we had someone from corporate, like chaperoning us kind of, you know, like a non-college student with us there. Um, and my boss called me into the office. Someone had printed out the pictures, sent them to corporate. The guy that was our chaperone got fired. And it was because I posted a picture on Facebook of it. Because you had an alcoholic drink in your hand? Yeah. Were With you, the company logo in were you, the thing. Were you underage? No. But we were on a business trip and we were like toasting and the company logo was in the background. What kind, what kind of company? Um, I don't want to say it on here, but I'll... Well, was it an entertainment, like a media, like entertainment? Uh Well, that's. Anyway, so, but you know how I feel about people pleasing and also, so like the boss calls me into the office, I broke the rules and then someone else got fired because of what I posted. And I remember my boss, it was like the first time I got called into like a boss's office and they had to have like a sit down with me and say, this is inappropriate behavior and all this stuff. And just let you know, this person got let go. And I was like mortified. Did you cry in the meeting? No, not in the meeting. But afterwards I totally went to the bathroom and lost it. I was so upset. See, to me, if you work for like an entertainment company, right? Like music or something like that. That's them being too uptight. But for you, it doesn't matter what the rule is. In my opinion of it, you just hate breaking rules so much. And I hate getting in trouble for breaking rules because had I known it was a rule, you know, I would have never taken that photo. No. Um, So anyways, it was, I, oh my gosh. And I still remember exactly how it felt. And I still, oh, it makes me like I get a lump in my throat talking about it. Well, I had one of my first jobs. Well, it was actually my first paid radio job. It was a um, group of, of, of radio stations. Was this in Syracuse? In Syracuse. And I was working the overnight shift for one of those stations. And I was in college at the time. And they're used to, the way that. Everything now is on computer, so you just hit a button and the song plays off a hard drive that probably isn't even located in the building where the radio station is, to be honest, right? But back in the day, there was these things called carts and CD carts, C-A-R-T, and it was basically like a, 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 a case that you would put a CD in and you would play it and it was called in in this CD cart machine and it had big red numbers on it that would count backwards. So you knew how much time was left in the song. Okay. I, in the middle of the night, put a song in and just for a minute, put my head down on the desk. And I remember looking at the thing counting backwards. Oh, I know where this is going. And it hypnotized me right to dead asleep. So uh, the average radio station song is three and a half minutes long. Right. So in the course of three and a half minutes. Were you the only one there? I was the only one at that radio station, but it was a building with a group of radio stations. And I remember to the, like you get the lump in your throat. I feel the, I can feel my adrenaline go up when I remember the guy from the news talk station saying to me, hey, hey, Jeff. Actually, he never said my name because he didn't know it. She was like, hey, hey, dude, hey, man, hey, hey. And I remember opening my eyes 
and seeing the the flashing zeros because I was oh. still staring at the at the screen at the machine, and I was like, mm, and same thing. Is that I, the job you got fired from? Yeah, that was that. No, that wasn't the reason I got fired. Um, but I got <laughs> called into the office and was like, "Hey, like, can you handle the overnights?" So I was like, mm, "Yes," but. The reason I brought these t- the, that topic up is because one of our um, Upside community members sent me a photograph of an Amazon driver who was in Michigan and was delivering to a home that was in a golf community and turned too early and ended up on a golf cart path and was blindly following the golf cart path yeah. right into a tunnel where the Amazon, a golf cart tunnel where the Amazon truck got stuck. And you know you have to call your supervisor and be like, um. The worst part about it is he had to climb out because the doors got jammed shut. So he had to climb out the back doors of his Amazon truck and all the neighbors are standing around. They're like, dude, what are you doing? It's clearly a golf cart path. Oh, at that point, do you call your supervisor and tell them, or are you like, so I'm going to be leaving consider this my two week notice. Yeah. So um, I'm going to see if I can find the, the, Get, they sent it to our uh, as a text. I'm gonna see if I can grab the picture and we can share it in the show notes. But it's very funny. So if you're having a bad day at work, know that at least you didn't get someone fired like Callie, you didn't fall asleep in the middle of a shift like me, and you didn't drive down a golf cart path and get your car stuck in a tunnel. Your corporate car. Your corporate car, like that dude in Michigan. Our keyword for the day for our $1,500 gratitude giveaway is BOAT, B-O-A-T. Text the word BOAT to 800-434-5454. If this is your first time, by the way, hearing this, or if you've heard it a few times and you're wondering, oh, what do I have to do to get the money? That's all you have to do. It's a text to win contest. Text that word. You are entered. It's that simple. And you can go ahead and text from every phone. So get your your husband, get your kids, every phone you have access to, text that word in from that number or to that number, and you could and you get an entry to win. Thanksgiving is two weeks from today, which is kind of nutty. So crazy. Um, I can't believe it's like mid-November. I've said that about every month, but it just anyways. Um, I love Thanksgiving random promotions that companies do like remember last year somebody had like the thanksgiving pants or something like that like yeah. stovetop cooking did like the thanksgiving pants like there's always like sticks aren't those just sweatpants so you could eat all you want yeah. without having to unbuckle your belt but they like you know sold out and then people go crazy for them and i just think it's really cool like what creative stuff people come up with well i came across this one that Whole Foods is doing with progressive insurance that I think is kind of genius. Um, they are, if you purchase your turkey for Thanksgiving at Whole Foods um, in store or online between now and November 22nd, um, you're eligible to get what they're calling turkey, quote unquote, insurance. Okay. Which means that you go to turkeyprotectionplan.com and you submit your turkey fail, like you burn it, you, you know, whatever, like, and it's bad. And if your claim is approved, Whole Foods is going to send you a $35 gift card up to like a thousand people. So you don't, I just thought was funny. You don't have to do anything. You just buy, you don't have to buy the you buy policy your turkey from Whole Foods. And, and then if you screw it up, 
you have a chance for Whole Foods to pay you back for your destroyed turkey. Every year when I worked um, in radio around Thanksgiving, we would have a chef come in and answer questions. And I want to do that this year on the podcast Mm -hmm. with uh, our friend Kevin Gillespie. Was he in with us last year around Thanksgiving? I don't remember. Well, we're going to have him on this year. And have you even asked him or are you just declaring? I'm just declaring. Okay. Kevin, thanks. <laughs> thanks in advance. Um, but he, he's really, he's great. But it, before he, before we record that episode, we'll solicit for questions mm-hmm. because Thanksgiving is going to be unique this year. Um, I know somebody who is doing an outdoor Thanksgiving and they're like, how do I keep my food hot? Oh, that's good. It, it's going to be chilly. They're doing a backyard picnic table deal. That's a but, good question. Yeah, but how do I keep my food hot? So stuff like that um, we'll include with, with the episode, but know that'll be coming in the next week or so. And Kevin is awesome. If you don't know Kevin, he has been on two seasons of Top Chef. He's an amazing celebrity chef in Atlanta, and he's got some great restaurants, but he's also, which is why we love having him around and on, um, he's hilarious. Yeah. And he's so much fun to talk to, and his sense of humor is just... Great. So it's always a treat. And any excuse that we can use to have him, we absolutely will do that. Callie, I want you to speak on how you've been feeling postpartum because we talked so much about mental health and mm-hmm. and, and taking care of yourself during the pregnancy. And mm-hmm. then you had Ellie a week and what three days ago. Yeah. And other than randomly crying over silly things. Which you, I do all the time. Right. You've been pretty okay, I think. But you said something yesterday that I thought was interesting. You're like, gosh, every day when the sun goes down, I want to cry. It's really weird. I don't. So there's like two kind of things that I've been, you know, researching or whatever. One of them is what people call the baby blues, which is just, you know, postpartum just sadness and emotions and hormones and all of that kind of stuff, which is totally normal. Um, and it's like the first couple of weeks that you're a new parent, um, that are a new mom specifically, I guess. And the second one is more postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, things that are a little, that need to be treated at a different level. Um, I have been trying to be mindful, very mindful of how I feel because I have a great psychiatrist, um, who actually listened to the show. Hi, Dr. Fortner. Um, and she has been keeping an eye on me. So I want to have something to report back to her as to how I'm feeling. And something that I've noticed is when the sun goes down, like specifically when it's setting every single day, I get really emotional and really upset. And I kind of spiral for like an hour or two, but it's always about the same thing. And it's about Ellie growing up. It's about Ellie being sad or, you know, um, somebody hurting her, or I just get really focused on negative things that could happen to her in the future or us not being able to protect her. And then I just get this overwhelming, exhausted feeling of sadness. Do you think it's because the sunset, you know, trying to be like, whatever, uh, all deep about this or whatever, the sunset is representing another day gone by with her as a newborn, which moves her one day closer to wearing an inappropriately low cut dress to her prom. (laughs) 
I actually do think it's like, cause I say that in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this day went by so fast. And then like, she'll be older tomorrow. But I do also think like, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when I would, I remember going through breakups and stuff like that. And you know, when the night comes, it's going to be a little like you're fine during the day. And then the night comes and you feel an overwhelming sense of loneliness. And I don't know what that's called or if that's a thing. I'm sure I'll get an email from my psychiatrist, like telling me what that is, but there's something about when it gets dark, things get more sad. Other than that consistent sadness Am I correct that you repetitive have repetitive sadness? It's not consistent. It's every night. Well, right, but I'm not sad right now. But no, but this- it's consistently every night at sunset you feel it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, other than that pattern, am I correct that you have been handling? You have not felt any significant waves of. I have not emotion that Mm-mm. that would be alarming to you. No, I'm actually a little surprised so far. And it could come in a couple of weeks. Have you noticed anything about me? No, I, ju- I just think it's funny that sometimes, like, what was it that you just started crying because I changed your diaper or something? And I came back in, you're like, I'm just so happy that you <laughs> that she has a clean diaper and that, you, and that you, you did that. And then you are my husband and that is my baby. And Lily is like on my feet and I'm so happy. That literally is an, that is an accurate representation of the other day. And because I'm a caring husband, I just laugh at her and go, that is ridiculous. Yeah. And then she, and then like, she laughs because she knows it's ridiculous. And then she says, it's just hormones, but I'm just happy. (laughs) And then we laugh and then, and then it's over. Other than those things, I think you've been pretty okay. Yeah. I actually feel a tremendous amount of peace, which is weird. I felt peace during this pregnancy too, which also kind of threw me off because I think when you struggle with anxiety, you're like, okay, I am prepared to feel crappy. You know what it might be? It could be what I talked about at the beginning of the pandemic. The world was chaotic. And finally, I felt like everybody else's anxiety caught up to mine. So So you feel justified in your anxiety. I actually felt okay. Yeah. I felt comfortable because the vibration of everybody else had moved up to where mine was. Mm -hmm. So that could be the same thing with you now. Right. Like you're feeling comfortable because naturally now you have something you forever. We both have something to be anxious about. We'll never be like, oh, I'm just anxious for no reason. Right. <laughs> now we have a reason. Maybe now that, we have a reason. Maybe that's it. For the longest time, I put off buying glasses because it was such an ordeal. It was so expensive. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I do not have $400 to spend on one pair of glasses. So I put it off forever, right? Then I found a Warby Parker and I have been a customer of theirs for years, long before they were ever an advertiser on our show. Here's how they're making it easy. First of all, glasses start at $95. That includes your prescription lenses, $95, okay? They also have a try-on program. So you can go to warbyparker.com upside and um, 
they will tell you or they'll suggest glasses to you. You can pick out your own. They'll send you five pair to try on at home, prescription free. So you can walk around the house, check yourself out in different kinds of mirrors, different kinds of lighting, different kinds of different times of day. That's what I did. And then I decided on my perfect pair of glasses and there's no commitment. So if you don't like one of the five, you can ship them back. No problem. Or you can find your perfect pair of glasses. They ship free. It includes a prepaid return shipping label. Seriously, it does not get easier than that. Try five pair of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash upside. As an end of the year treat, you can save 15% when you purchase two or more pair of Warby Parker prescription eyewear that includes sunglasses or eyeglasses. This is a limited time offer that ends December 31st of this year. As we just mentioned, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. How about a free Thanksgiving turkey from today's sponsor, ButcherBox? A little something extra to be grateful for. When you sign up with ButcherBox, you can count on a box of meat. That's right, a box of meat delivered to your doorstep every month. This is a special box, super insulated, and the the meat is all quick frozen, so it doesn't lose any quality. We've got pork, beef, chicken, seafood delivered right to your door. You can let them pack your box with recommendations and suggestions from you, or you can go in and pick exactly what you want sent every single month. And if for some reason you don't need a delivery one month, no worries. You can change the date. No problem. It's a no brainer. The best meat shipped right to your door, which means one less chip to the grocery store with butcher box. You get the highest quality meat for about Six bucks a meal. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside. That's B-U-T-C-H-E-R-B-O-X dot com slash upside. And new members are going to get a turkey for free in their first box. Butcherbox.com slash upside. If therapy is something that you have been thinking about for a while, but you really don't know how to get started, you are not alone. I think the hardest part of getting started in therapy is trying to find a person that you feel comfortable connecting with. Well, BetterHelp is trying to make that a little bit easier. Here's what you want to do. Go to betterhelp.com upside. They're going to ask you some questions about yourself and assess your needs so they can match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and it's really convenient because you can do it from the comfort of your own home via video or phone, whatever works best for you. And you can start communicating with a licensed professional counselor in under 24 hours. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside. The quote of the day for today, at any given moment, you have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. The company that runs the advisory hoard for us is launching like, is it like a beta version of, yeah, or it's, is it? It's, it's brand new. We're one of like five shows testing it, but they just love our community so much and they get such great feedback from the Upside community that they said, hey, can we do this with y'all? So it's basically more or less like a 
kind of like a rewards program, right? For, for a friend. Um, so if you refer friends to the show and they listen, you could be, you know, you You could get paid, you could get paid. Um, and they want to see how that works and it, you know, if people like it and, and take to it. So if that's something that you're interested in, seriously, no pressure. Um, the company just approached us and said, Hey, we know you guys have awesome listeners. And do you think they'd be into this? And Jeff was like, actually, I think they might be. So we're, testing it out for them. Um, text the word double to 800-434-5454 if that is something that you want to um, test out, be a tester for. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, I know that I drive you nuts, Callie, when you are just being quiet and you're like you might be feeling some sort of way or maybe you're just quiet because you had like a rough day at work or whatever. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. That's what I do. Very annoying. Uh, It's also very sweet, but yeah. uh, Psychologists say that men, the reverse of that, when a man becomes quiet, it's actually a really good thing. It's a sign that he's super comfortable with you. Hmm. So women who use words to bond and connect with each other and use silence to process, Mm -hmm. men, it's the opposite. They use actions to bond and connect with each other. And the silence part is a set of a sign of contentment. Hmm. There's no, like there's nothing else going on in our brain. Which is funny because w- as women don't, we don't understand no. that because that's not how our brains works. We're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And you're like, lit- or like, what are you thinking about? And you're like, I nothing. literally, I'm not. I'm truly not thinking about anything. <laughs> I'm thinking about how our dogs can never live in the white house. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Uh, My second random thing is if you want to lose weight faster without going to a gym, do micro moves. Micro moves are like tapping your toes, bouncing your leg, drumming your fingers. Oh, come on. You can burn up to 100 calories an hour doing stuff like that, which is- And annoy everyone around you. Yeah. And then you'll get fired because you're the most annoying person in the office and you'll have plenty of time to go to the gym. Yep. But you can't afford gym membership because you just got fired. Hmm. Third random thing, 30% of divorced women knew they were marrying the wrong guy on their wedding day. The reasons they got hitched anyways, uh, one, we dated for so long, I didn't want to waste the time I have invested in him. I cannot tell you how many friends that I've heard say that. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so not sad. like Not like that, but just like... More so like, well, you know, we've been together forever and I don't think they would say it like that, but that's what it is. Um, Other reasons are on the list. I don't want to be alone. I think he'll change after we get married. Oh boy. It's it's too embarrassing slash too expensive to call off the wedding. And this is another one that I'm like, really? He's such a nice guy. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Mm. So, so one out of three divorced women knew I wonder if men know. Um, I don't, uh, I'm sure some do, but I don't, I think men would be more vocal if they weren't. You know what I mean? Men, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of my own experience. Like I didn't. I didn't want to ask you, make it awkward. I was going to let you bring it. Oh, I don't think I knew, but. I do think there were some red flags that I ignored. Okay. But it wasn't like, and I wasn't. You weren't walking down the aisle knowing, I I really don't like this person. I wasn't ignoring the red flags in order to have the wedding. Yeah. 
I was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, those are my three random things for today. We have talked a little bit about Jeff, like Jeff's dad instincts. Um, and he has gotten very protective. Like he was very protective when I was pregnant about me and the baby. And he is like, you, you know. keep you keep saying that. And I don't really know what I did. Well, like when we were moving, like you were very oh, offended yeah. that I would suggest that you don't do what's best for our family, which is not what I was suggesting. I'm like, I don't think we should move. And you're like, why don't you think I know what's best for our family? Uh, but you have these like didn't very I, cute. Didn't I also get mad at you because you were moving stuff? Like, remember Chrissy brought over that comfortable chair? Yeah. And you were just supposed to sit in the chair. Yeah. No physical labor. You were right. with child woman. Sit down and let the <laughs> men do the work. And then you did something and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So you're very protective and it's really cute. Well, we were at um, one of our park, we were on a park adventure yesterday and Jeff like kind of let this woman have it. And I, it's just, I think it's because of the baby. Like I don't. I don't think I would have said what I said to her if we didn't have the baby in the back of the car. So would you like to set up what happened yesterday? Yeah. This woman pulls in while we're, we had just gotten to the park. The baby was out of, was in her car seat, but was like off the base. And our dogs were on our leash on their leashes. And we're just about to go on a little walk. Right. <laughs> and was that you who burped or was that the baby who burped the baby? Oh yeah. I said, mm -hmm, but the baby burped. Yeah. Um, so we're just about to start our walk. This woman pulls up, opens her car door, and her unleashed dog jogs right over to us. And I quickly put Lily and Sadie in the backseat of the car because I don't know if her dog's friendly. I don't know, like, what, what the deal is. And the baby is right there. Right. So she comes over, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Um... He should be on a leash or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that would be great. And what I'm trying to do at this point is prevent our dogs from noticing there's another dog right there because I'm afraid they're going to jump over the back seat. Jump onto the baby. Jump onto the baby and jump. And it's just going to be this ordeal. So she just walks away with her unleashed dog. And I said, could you please put your dog on a leash? So, could, could you please put your dog? You have to have your dog on a leash. And she's like, yeah, I, I normally do. And she just keeps walking. And I'm like, can you put your, and now, by now, our dogs have noticed her dog. And her dogs have, her dog is now hearing our dog barking. And it was a protective thing because I was just imagining our dogs getting so worked up that somehow they jumped on our baby. baby, yeah. And this woman I don't know. I just ended up, I just know it ended it up. It was your dad instincts. You have dad instincts. But I just remember yelling after her, please put your dog on a leash now. I can't take my dogs out of my car until your dog is leashed. Yeah. And she finally did it. But I was just like, I don't think I would have said anything. I would have just chalked her up as being a rude person. Mm -hmm. Had the baby not been there. Yeah. Your dad instincts. It's very adorable that you're so protective of her. Yeah, I'm so protective. I got that baby's back when it comes to a six-year-old woman and her elderly <laughs> unleashed dog. I got you, Ellie. I'll save you every time. 
Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Please visit callieandjeff.com to find lots more upside content and subscribe to Callie and Jeff's weekly email, The Pick Me Up. It was brought to my attention that I have not talked on the show about the Save by the Bell reboot. Now, I love Save by the Bell. Probably one of my top three favorite shows of all time. Friends, Gossip Girl, Save by the Bell. I don't think the reboot looks good. I didn't, I don't even I think can't I can commit to watching it. I didn't I thought the I thought there was just like a reunion and then it's over. No, so what they're doing is they have like a new cast, but they have old cast members that are a part of the storyline. So like I think Zach Morris is the governor now. You know what I mean? Instead of the kid in high school. So they have, you know, like the kids are still eating at the max and all of that kind of stuff. But then I know like Elizabeth Berkeley is going to be a part of it. I think Mario Lopez at some point is dropping in. So to me, I'm like, I want to like it. But at the same time, I'm like, nothing can beat original Save by the Bell. And Screech can't come back, right? Didn't Screech kind of? No, he. He's yeah. a bad, he became a bad man or something, didn't he? I don't know. I know he got arrested, I think, because I remember seeing his mugshot. But I think he has like. Um, beef with everybody else. All right. What about Principal Belding? I don't know. Is he coming back? Dennis is he, Haskins. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So you are going to commit to watching an episode? Or no, you're I just... don't know if I can. I just like, I watched the previews and it just looks a little Magoo or something. What's Magoo mean? You don't know what Magoo means? Like a little like cheesy. Got it. But that's the whole premise of Saved by the Bell. Well, it was for the old, like if it was the old cast, but now a bit cheesy, but I just. So you want it to be cheesy, but modern cheesy, different cheesy. What's different cheesy? Like, okay, you know how we watched the Father of the Bride thing and it was so well done? Yeah. And it was with the original cast. Right, the Father of the Bride part three. Right, but it was where they are now. Yeah. That I think I would be more interested in, but like a new cast with the old cast woven in, I'm like, ah. Yeah. So someone watch it for me and tell me if it's good, please, because I would really like to know. And if it is good, I will give it a shot. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Tracy. I'm a day late listening. So it's, today is Wednesday, so I'm l- listening to the episode of Jeff's birthday. Callie, I just wanted you to know that you have a special way with words. Because as I'm listening, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Can you talk about how much you love Jeff? I literally started crying. And I'm crying now. So, oh, my God, this is too funny. Um... Anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have made such an impact in so many people's lives. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you, bye. Now I'm embarrassed. (laughs) I like things simple. I get too overwhelmed when there is too much stuff going on. And that includes paying bills. I like to streamline everything as much as possible. And for that reason, I've considered getting a credit card consolidation loan. This way you can take all of your credit cards, 
you get them consolidated into one loan, which means one payment at one interest rate that will never go up. And that payment, if you get the loan through Lightstream, is probably going to be lower than the average credit card interest rate, which is over 18% APR. You can get the money as soon as the same day. You can do it all online. There are no fees. It's so simple. Your rate is fixed. It'll never go up over the life of the loan. Your payment is just one. You're not sending stuff off to multiple credit card companies. And because you're an upside listener, you can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. But the only way to get that is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions do apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Hi, guys. Listening to November 10th episode. Happy birthday, Jess. I was calling to let you all know that it is completely normal about the child cuteness thing. When my son was born, the very first thing I said when they held him over the curtain after my C-section was, oh, my God, thank goodness he's cute. And then I felt immediately bad for that statement. However, I was a little drugged up. After his first pediatrician appointment, the doctor walked out of the room and looked at his nurse and said, that is the cutest baby I've seen in a long time. And I was like, yep, he's cute. You guys have a great day. Jeff, have a great birthday. Can't wait for the show tomorrow. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. There's a great movie uh, about uh, climbing, climbing without ropes called Free Solo. Alex Hall, he's one of the world's best climbers. Uh, I think it's on Netflix, but it's a really awesome movie. Uh, give it a watch, and you'll be on the edge of your seat the whole movie. Uh, have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, I am listening to the episodes about the ugly babies and I guess I must be the worst mom ever because I have two kids. My first one, I thought, you know, super cute, loved it. My second kid, when they came out, I definitely did not think that they were a cute baby. I loved her. I still love her. Turns out she's almost four now. She's super cute. It definitely passed with time, but I was the mom that saw my kid and was like, not a cute baby. So uh, don't know exactly what that means, but like I said, super cute now and uh, all is well. So she grew out of the ugly baby stage. Thank God. Hi, this is Valencia from Atlanta. Um, I just want to say happy birthday, Jeff. Even though I did send you a tweet, I still want to let you know I love the show. I adore the pictures of the baby. I am so happy for y'all. So, yeah, I'm kind of nervous. But, yeah, I just want to say happy birthday. I hope your day went good and or awesome. And um, that's it. And I love the show. Bye. Hi, this is Jody from Chicago. Love you, too. You guys are awesome. I listen to you every day, and Baby Girl is beautiful. Um, But I just thought I wanted to add that um, when you look at your baby, how you think she's or he is beautiful. I thought mine was so beautiful, too. And then a couple years later, I was looking, and I was like, oh, 
you know, she really didn't look very good. I'm surprised I put so many pictures out there. And now she's 23. She's a beautiful looking, uh, adorable and amazing child. So no matter what, but I do look back now and think maybe she wasn't that cute. Love you guys. Take care. And she's amazing. Hi, Callie. I'm Jeff. My name is Allison. I am from Jacksonville, Florida, and I am a therapist. And after hearing everybody's problems and issues all day, I relax on the way home by listening to your podcast. So thank you from that break, and thank you for the great uh, energy that you put out there. Also, I wanted to talk about Scrapple. I'm from Maryland, and it is something that we eat every Christmas. Uh, Scrapple and egg sandwich is our go-to on Christmas morning. But just thought I'd put that out there. Anyway, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Love you. Bye. If you make your bed every morning, it will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed.